I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. More competition for more. Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy orange? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, bitch! Husbands are two thrusts away from death, which is exactly what you want. Mm. Clever. One good ride and you're on your own again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Teleblocks with myself, Emma Dorn. And me, Jen Hatton. Now, Jen, we're here. We're starting the podcast. Finally. Finally, we're here. I'm delighted. I know. I'm, come here, listen. Internet wife. I'm delighted to be I'm delighted to be here. It's exciting. So what can the listener expect from us now over the next 10 weeks? What do you reckon? So the whole thing about Telebox is we're going to be talking about new releases because obviously with lockdowns and all of the jazz, we're consuming so much content. We're watching so much Netflix, Amazon Prime, you name it, we're watching it. So we're coming on to have a chat about some of the programs that we end up binging on and finishing in one night, but we want to keep talking about them. You know, when you've flat finished something and you just want to keep talking about it, but there's nobody to talk about it with. I know you've done your Google search, you've looked into the bit of extra information and you're still not satisfied. Like I'd like a little, yeah, it's been a hook- little chinwag. It's been hooked up to your veins, but the bag is empty. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have a celebrity guest as well. Yeah. So the celebrity guest I'm, very intrigued by so obviously we're going to be talking about new releases but they're going to be talking about their all-time favorites yeah and it can be their it can be their favorite show you know because it's really well written and directed or it can be their favorite show because it's absolute trash cheese and they just love it to bits because we had some people talking about the wire and then some people talking about Baywatch and everything in between yeah it's amazing it's like looking through their phone yeah, it's a real insight into their cell. They don't realise how much they're actually giving away about themselves. They think it's just a casual chat, but it's actually an interrogation. Yeah, and I don't think they realise how much we're judging them. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the great thing about the moment, because we're doing it, you know, online. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, they can't get they can't get the vibe in the room where me and you are looking at each other going, what is yeah, the story yeah, here with your one? Yeah. And they are, right, yeah. Come here, before we launch into our first piece here now, I have something to ask you. What? Did somebody say just eat? Did somebody say just eat? So, or this is another thing. Just eat are sponsoring the podcast, which are absolutely delighted, delighted about because I, as a food fanatic myself, I love just eat. It's like window shopping for food. It's brilliant. There's so much there, isn't there? It's great having a, sometimes I just go on for a scroll just to have a look. How much is that curry in the window? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't believe how many takeaways and how many restaurants are around me air code. That's interesting. And all the choice. That, just that's it. Sushi, vegan, 
curry, as you say, whatever you want, it's all there. And then you can get it delivered to the door. Handy. It's so handy. So thanks to Justy for giving us something to do and making our TV nights in just that much better. Exactly. And all you have to do is download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants and then get it delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say, just eat. Now we are delighted to be joined by comedian, podcaster, writer, presenter, actress. I don't know what else is Am I missing something? Just everything. That's funny. I'm definitely not an actress. Have you ever seen me act? It was an absolute disaster. <laughs> but if someone pays you, you'll do it. You're just like, yeah, grand. Delete that, yeah. <laughs> Kabir, tell us what show you are talking about today. Your, fa- your favourite show, is it? Today, girls. So this is my favourite show, <clears throat> which I, I, I don't watch all the time because I think it ge- like genuinely makes me stupid. <laughs> And I think I'm kind of stupid enough. So I I watch it in uh, bulk and then I'll like abandon it for a couple of months and then come back to it. And it's still as violent and dramatic as when I left it. It's a real housewives, specifically of Beverly Hills. They're my girls, but I do wander into other areas also like New York and New Orleans. I think I dip into occasionally, but mostly my attention is given to Beverly Hills and New York. Mm. I do find that like what you were saying about when you you feel stupid. If I watch too much Kardashians, I start thinking that I am one. I start going on like them. It's just one of those things that when you binge <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like ugh. that would be the dream. <laughs> you feel like there's a camera it on would you. Be the dream. I'd love to be a Kardashian. They make having a sister look incredibly appealing. Yeah, no, it's and like toxic, but also incredibly appealing. I'd love a sister. She's Kim gets facials in the middle of the night and all. Austria. Do you know the way in the middle of the night, me and you might get up and like go to the loo or get up and have like a drink or a little shot to help us sleep. Kim gets facials. She's like, a, I think she has a facialist living in her house who just comes and massages her throughout the night. That is the truth. That is a fact. That's life. She has to though. I know. And I think she smokes. Does she? She doesn't. I think, I think she smokes. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I think she smokes. Chris smokes. The mom smokes. Courtney would be also fond of a fag every now and again. Wow. Like, girls, you're not doing your research. Are you not going in behind the scenes? No, I'm shocked should at I, that now. Should I go back on the smokes? Like, is that what I'm doing wrong? Is that the secret? If you have someone to massage the tar out of your body every night, absolutely. <laughs> go back on the fags. They're never seen smoke and it's not good for the Kardashian brand. But the Kardashians love a Marlboro. <laughs> they love a major. That is news. That's an exclusive. <laughs> they love a John Player <laughs> yeah. Blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I know, I know. You have to do a deep dive. You have to do a deep dive because they don't tell you, like, you know, celebrities are full of, mm. can I swear? Yeah. Yes. Full of shit, as we all know. I was only the other day reading an interview with Rita Ora that she'd done just the week before she had her 30th birthday. And she was talking about how she was all set to spend it with her parents. And that, you know, she was just a really quiet woman and she was just dying to spend it with her parents and that she, it'd be so detrimental to her reputation as a party girl, but that's just who she is now. She's a whole party <laughs> from start to finish. The hell is she buying? She's there. Anyway, so the point is that you can't trust the Kardashians in what they yeah. say. So yeah, they smoke. They're heavy smokers. <laughs> so is Housewives, is that like Kardashians? Is it the same kind of vibe going on or what's the dealio? Have you not watched it? I haven't watched it. I honestly I haven't, God, I haven't so watched you're, it. You're selling I've it to us seen... now. Shut up. I, Are you serious? I swear to God. 
I forget, you've got kids. <laughs> well, it's not so <laughs> much that. them. You see, there's a democracy about TV. So a lot of the time when I'm watching TV, it's with my partner. I don't get to watch a lot of stuff just pure on my own. And I'd have to watch something like that on my own because I couldn't have someone over my shoulder going, what is this? You know? Yeah, yeah. No, men don't get no. it. It's, it's, it's very female focused. Like I personally, and I'm sure there's people who won't agree with me, believe that housewives, even though it is mostly women drinking themselves into a white wine blackout and then glassing each other, I <laughs> believe it is actually a feminist iconic <laughs> show. Go on, explain more. I'll tell you why. Well, there's no house husbands of Beverly Hills because no one gives a shit about them because they're never near as interesting. So it's all based around female friendship. Like, obviously, the scraps are the best bit. But there's also episodes where there's no one gets glassed and there's no scraps. And I enjoy them just as much. So it's it's all, it's it's mostly about female dynamics, which is always fascinating Mm. because our relationships are way more complicated as we know than male on male relationships straight male straight male relationships are very you know basic Mm. yes whereas women are massive massive conversationists and that's where that's what housewives is kind of based on i always see the promos for it and they always just like you said they always just look like they're drinking themselves into a white wine blackout and they're just fighting like it's the bitchiness. It's, amazing. It's, it's art. This is the thing, and it's always like that with female-led shows. Like there's, I remember um before I had kids, I had uh, I was watching like you know the what was it called? Was it the Divas, the WWE ones? Yeah, they, that yeah. was just because I had E on all the time, so it was that or the Kardashians, because you know they they just replay everything. But it's always the same kind of yeah. premise in them shows, isn't it? It's always just there's always a gripe. Oh, yeah. But I mean, there's a, a reality show. Like, that's what all sh- even sitcoms are always based on tension. Everything's based on tension. If you've no tension, you've no show. Yeah, that's it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Lord of the Rings is based on tension. Will you get the ring? Will you not? Like, this is just <laughs> a, a feminist version of that. And they're like, they go into little tribes together. And so some of the girls will be ganging up on someone else. And it's basically like really... It's like being back in school, but everyone's loaded now and they've got tiny chihuahuas. Oh, I love it. I'd love to see you put in the middle of a cast now, a cast like that. Claudine Keane was in it. Who? Claudine, Robbie's wife. I was in school with Robbie Keane. Yeah. Was she in like... Milling around, just fannying around in the back of a couple of them. She's mingling with the girls, yeah. Now, she had nothing to say, but she was in the background. She's moving in those circles now. I would look like a gargoyle <laughs> who's, like, falling through the chimney <laughs> and rolled out onto the floor. <laughs> the only way I'd get into that situation is if I was in the cage. I was part of the cage. <laughs> like, they are insanely loaded. Like, and honestly, I don't know how half of them have their cash. Like, I'd say there's a lot of... I'd say if they got an audit now, they'd be into the joke of yeah. whatever the LA... Yeah. <laughs> See, my, my reality TV show, like my, you know, little secret show that I watch is Teen Mom. I'm just obsessed with that. And I do love the... Because f- you were one. Yeah, you know, it's hashtag relatable. I'm just, I'm there with them the whole way. But what I love about them as well is having a little scope online and seeing what they're up to like before it comes out are the housewives good people to follow online as well is there extra gossip there or are you just interested in the show that's it oh it was so it's so funny because i only got into it during lockdown and um like so they're quite old actually now like they've got about 10 or 11 series so you're going back 11 years when it started and so they have there's about 
nine episodes and then there's a reunion where they where the reunion is this um kind of tete a tete basically they've all what they've watched it all now so they've seen what they've all been saying about it (laughs) and they put them in one room and just give them machetes and they just like go for each other yeah yeah i love those shows in that they're always because it was before kind of Instagram times. They're like, I read your blog and it's all about their blogs and they're all blogging about each oh, other and everything. Stuff. So I know. So they're all busy making their statements on their blogs, but obviously they've kind of evolved past that. So there's loads going on on Instagram, but they're they're actually quite smart. Like they they save it for the screen as such, you know, okay. there's no spoilers on Instagram. But the amount of marriages and all, I, can't, I am so embarrassed. I've never even been engaged once. Like these women have been... <laughs> I've watched their entire marriages. I've watched them fall in love. I've watched the cracks start showing in the relationship. I've watched them divorce. I've watched them move on. The thing with Housewives is because it's quite old, you can't really Google anything or you'll, there's a lot of spoilers mm. online. Like Yolanda Hadid. Oh yeah. She's the white, she's the mother of the Hadids. The Gigi and Bella. Yes. Yeah. Gigi and Bella. So she, there's, it's all it's all go at the moment with Yolanda because basically she's trying she's she's telling everyone she has Lyme disease but we're not sure if she actually does we think she might have Munchausen by proxy <laughs> oh yeah you can diagnose the girls yeah. as well <laughs> me and my friend June are like we're pretty sure she has Munchausen by proxy so I was googling Yolanda Munchausen and there's loads of boards and threads and everything but I accidentally discovered that her husband has left her which I was right ra- so I was raised oh, that you spoiled it for yourself yeah, now I did sense a bit of tension, but he's already married to someone else and she's remarried as well. But there's a banger rebound off the whole thing, but I'm not getting involved. <laughs> I'm staying out of it. I'm staying out. <laughs> but you don't, you don't sound like you're getting too deep into it at all. It sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> I come here. You're going to whip around to get Yolanda sent to a line. I'm like, we just need to get this sorted, Yolanda. But as we're chatting here now, wasn't there an Irish version of this years ago? Yeah. Is there some att- yeah. attempt at this? What was the deal with that? What was it called? No, it was just Dublin Dublin Housewives. It was Dublin Housewives. Dublin and, Housewives. Uh, there was like... Yeah. They were actually quite... It it was done... No, it was ancient, so it's all pixelated. And, you know, like, the camera is shit. It's worse than the one on fucking winning streak. But, it like, the way that it was done out, it was kind of... They ripped it off quite well. You know the way the Irish managed... They did. And do you not remember? Do you not remember the doctor, Danielle, something yeah, like that? Like bland. an absolute nut She was job. the lunatic. Allegedly. She was the, the villain, apparently, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Apparently, if you say allegedly after what you say, you can say anything. Yeah, it, very I true. I they brought it back, though. Remember the reunion, the reunion that they had? <laughs> and it was... It's gold. Like oh, stop. It's... it was in the TV3 news studio or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was up against your one, yeah. Virginia Winsack or whatever her yeah. name is. I can't remember. Like, like she's some really weird name. Yes. She, I think she got, she went on to design bathing suits. It's so naff, yeah. but amazing. Like, naff is where it's at. Naff is where the it's entertainment brilliant. is. Brilliant. I love looking at houses that I can't afford. So I was looking at a house in Castle Knock that was worth like 2.5 million. And I was putting it up on Instagram and stuff. I was like, I just love to fucking know where these people are moving. If they're moving out with this gaff. Property do you know porn. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you can do the virtual tours and everything. It's great. You can... Showing your age, Jen. <laughs> showing your You can age. jump down the stairs and everything through the, the virtual tours. But There's a castle near me is on sale at the moment. And it's basically just a turret. It's basically like it look. It's all out the back of Enya's castle. It's like Enya's castle shot this castle out. <laughs> it's just tiny turret. 
And I went online, and more than yourself, Jen, a woman of a certain age, <laughs> yeah. I saw it, and I was fizzing with the excitement, and I went on and did the virtual tour and everything. 2.1 million. Yeah. I was like, well, the PUP covered that. How much P, yeah. how much do I need? I was, uh, I'm deposit on the yeah, no, I was looking, I was tr- looking through this house. It was just after jumping off the banisters and the virtual tour. And then I got start getting replies and it was people telling me that it was your one Lisa's house from Dublin house, Housewives that she, they were yes. after divorcing. So she was probably moving to like a two bed semi-D in Town. So, because I was like, where... These women are smart. I was like, where are they moving to? Do you know what I mean? But apparently that was Whorehouse fucking unreal gaff. Yeah, of course. I mean, but I think she... Virginia Macarosi or something. Yeah. Anyway, these women, they're smart movers and shakers. They're basically... They're not just wives. They they basically work in property mm. because they... They marry well. Yes. I was just going to say, where are, the, where are the husbands coming from? They're coming from big money. The husbands are two thrusts away from death, which is exactly what you want. <laughs> Clever. The husbands just need a good turn in the bed. They'll be gone. <laughs> which is exactly what you want. One good ride and you're on your own again. That's exactly if, what Defo, you want. if I was doing it again now, I'd do it cleverly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cleverly, I'm yeah. a painter decorator. Do you know Like, what was I thinking? What yeah, was same. I thinking? What were you thinking? Oh, it's absolutely stupid. So the You're like Arika Johnson. Is it Arika Johnson? And every time she's mentioned to the press, she's like um, seven kids to seven different men. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was, she was called. They cannot uh, mention her. She was they called. They cannot mention uh, her. Oh, was it a four by four? That's what she was called <laughs> in the press. Yeah. I'm sure if it was a fella, he'd be congratulated, but we all know that anyway. Um, I know. But that's something to work towards, Emma. You need to get out, start again, start fresh. I think I do. I need a rebrand. You need a rebrand. Yeah. Pimp up, as they say. You need a rebirth, a glow, a reglow. Oh my glow God, up. guys, this has been so good for me. Thanks so much. I really just needed the push. I really appreciate it. <laughs> new year, new me. Can't wait to see your inspirational Instagram posts, your memes. Yeah. Dying for it. I'll, have, I'll get the boobs done and everything, but now we'll, we'll mention that. They just say you look great. Oh my God, you look so good. Great, yeah. Yeah. Just had a good rest. So the Beverly Hills one, that's, if I'm starting, that's where I should go, you reckon? 100%. Okay. I cannot recommend enough. Five stars from me. Good okay. recommendation. Well, we I'm might sold. give it a go, will we, Jen? Yeah. Oh, you'll be hooked. Like, you'll be hooked. You'll need a support group. Like, I contacted women I hadn't spoken to in years because I'd seen online they were watching it and stuff. So, I, and I needed to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things, isn't it? That's why I like this podcast, yeah. actually, because you know, when you're, you love watching something, then you just need to talk about it to somebody. You need to get it out of your system. Yeah. yeah. It's bringing people together. Yeah. Like, so, Give it a go and, and text me when you're watching it and we can chat about it. Like a book club <laughs> for drunk women. Perfect. Perfect. Joanne, thanks a million. Best of luck. Best of luck with the rebrand, Emma. <laughs> Thank you. Please God now. Dying to see the next fella, yeah. Please God. Please Stay God. strong, love. Yeah. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the It's 40 years since the launch of Apollo 17, the last mission that took man to the moon. Among those remembering the flight, it's Commander Enterprise. It's Commander who said he thought his voyage... I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. I'll try that again. A man has... Can we just go back to the very start of that? It's 40 years since the launch of Apollo 17, the last mission that took man to the moon.
Now, each week for the podcast, we want to hear from you. So we want all of our listeners' opinions on some of the most contested and debatable topics around the TV world each week. So make sure you keep an eye on our Instagram account so you can have your say. We'll put up a question box. But for the first Teletalks question, we asked you, name a TV show you can watch time and time again and never get bored. So before we get into the answers, Emma, what's yours? It's a tricky question, isn't it, when you start going into... To be honest, there's not many TV shows I'd watch time and time again. But the one that springs to mind, I think, is The Royal Family. Yeah. That's one. And it's been kind of off, well, not off telly, but, you know, they finished making it like a good few years ago. So there's been that little bit of a gap. There's been a little bit of a distance. Mm. But it's, it's still, I think it's aged well still. Like, not that it's ancient, but it's aged well. I think that would be... My one. What about you? Mine is a bit more... I, I love the Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah. I, Are you not sick of it yet, though? No. Well, like, listen, I know the channels that it's shown on, they literally show it from four o'clock to nine o'clock each and every weeknight. But it's like, it's one of those yes. things that you can turn on and it's always funny, no matter how many Do times. You, could you sing the song? Our whole universe was in a hot den. No, I couldn't. No, absolutely not. No. That's an actual song. I thought you were going to go for it there. I, I know, yeah. I was, gonna, I was trying to make you think that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, no, I just like it. I love the characters. They're so, like, they're so quirky and weird. And it's not yeah. something that you see. Like, it's not the jock. And, like, there are kind of jocks in a penny is probably the jock. But, like... It's because they're so nerdy and so geeky and it's kind of intelligent, but it's funny and it's, I think it's just wholesome. Right, you're killing me now with your fairly spot on points on this. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, so we'll get into the list. So some of the answers that I got into. So this is quite similar in the sense that it's on the same channel. It's shown as much as the Big Big Bang Theory Friends. I I still do watch it, but like a lot of it I won't watch and like a lot of the episodes that focus on Joey just irritate me because I kind of feel like <laughs> towards the end of it, do you remember when Monica and Chandler were talking about having a little like basically granny flap for yeah, Joey yeah. when they were going to buy the big house? And you're like, lads, like Joey's like knocking on 40. Like she <laughs> not have like his, his life together a bit more. Like, is there something wrong with Joey that we all don't know about? Like what's going on? So I think... Some of the episodes haven't aged great. Jen, another one here. The Office. Oh. What are your feelings? Is It depends. What are we talking? UK or US? Because UK, I couldn't. And I love Ricky Gervais. And I couldn't, but I love the US one. I'm the same. I could I could binge watch the US one, but I don't think I could do it with the UK. And like that, absolutely love it. Love all the actors in it, everything. But there's just something about... The American one, it and uh, it went on longer as well. Mm. Let's be fair, yeah, you know. But um, no, I'm totally with you. I'm exact same on that one. Yeah, I think the the characters are just a bit more. So I think the UK one, it was done. It was brilliant. It was genius. The writing, in, I just couldn't get into it. But I think it was a bit too true to life. It was a bit too dull. It was a bit too satirical. Whereas there's a bit of. There's a bit of telly in the US one. Like it's the characters have been amped up for telly. Jen, I think everyone's talking about this show at the moment. Sex and the City. Sex and the City. It's a golden oldie, isn't it? It is one of those ones that you can just get on, turn it on. Well, not that it's actually not repeated. It's on 
like very late night if it is on the telly at all. It's more of a box set thing now, isn't it? Yeah, I think like the first time I watched it, it was when it was getting repeated. So I, I don't think I was watching it from the start and I was watching it with my mom, and I doubt I would have been watching it with my mom when I was like, Eleven. Yeah, yeah. I well, I was the same. I felt like I was a bit young, kind of first time round, and I've watched like probably the the more. I definitely haven't watched it all the way through. I was excited about the movies. I went to see the movies, um. But the show, I've kind of just seen the big parts, like where Carrie is out in the country with Aiden and Big shows up. You know those kind of big episodes. Yeah, I haven't watched it now in a good good for years and I think I could go back and watch but even when I was watching it first time round and enjoying it like all of them but especially Carrie like I got to think and you're like how many times can you get to thinking Carrie That's do you know thing. what I mean is she, she's a columnist is she I feel like I'd love to go back and binge watch the whole lot but I just feel like I'd make too many sketches about being Carrie Bradshaw and narrating my own life. Oh yeah, I get to thinking, yeah. And like, I don't know where they get off. All they drink is cocktails. Like how expensive would that be in a night out? In New York. <laughs> I'd get a serious sense of FOMO as well. Like I can't be dealing with like groups of girls. I've I've won best me, you know? It's just, I yeah. can't relate, hon. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's like looking at a fantasy. <laughs> oh, well, it's a, to- it's a total fantasy now, yeah. especially at the moment. Exactly, yeah. Right, uh, one last one we'll go through because there is actually loads in the box, but we'll just cover one more so we can move There's on. There's loads of great ones, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. Now, when Stranger Things first came out, I was all excited about it. I thought, oh, this, this looks like a bit of crack. I think... The set, and I had to like hang on to it, you know, that kind of way. I was like, well, I'm staying with you, staying with you. I think in the second series, do you know when Winona Ryder starts going mad with the Christmas tree lights? Oh, yeah. Do you know when she starts? To... Was that not season one? <laughs> Maybe it was season one. But that's when, no, not when she first whacked them out, because when she first, I was like, oh, yeah, daddy. But when she just kind of, when they just became a main character in the thing, I started <laughs> to kind of check out. Do you know, I was looking for the Christmas tree lights on the credits. <laughs> I was just like, well, is something going to happen? Like, it just felt like it was just this whole thing of there's loads happening, but there was nothing happening. But maybe I was just not in the right. Yeah. I don't know what mind frame I would have had to have been in. But and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I have guilt about it that I didn't stick with it because I know people and obviously from the list here, people love it. Yeah, I, I did love it. Um, and I think, but I, I I can see where you're coming from. There was a lot happening, but there wasn't a lot. Like, so there's one storyline. It is a bit manic. There's a lot of characters. It's it's very sci-fi. Like, it's something that I would never consider myself as being a fan of. But I suppose I just loved the whole styling of it and the humour in it as well. And the kind of, I suppose, the unpredictability in it, if you get me. Yeah, okay. Because like I'd often, like a guilty pleasure of mine would often be watching like mad stuff that you don't really like, like Twilight, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, oh yeah, I love watching vampires. I do. Like I'd never say that out loud, you know? No, I wouldn't, that, Jen, no. honestly. I wouldn't be telling people that. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get the producer to maybe edit that out. But it, no, it is, it is one of those things and it's something that I wouldn't put myself in that fan base, but I did enjoy it. I think you should give it a go. Okay. You've, what else have you got to be doing? 
I know. This is it. I might as well try again, yeah. see how I get on. And if no, do you know what? And if I watch it again and I don't like it again, at least I'll be able to get some frustration out of myself. Do you know That's, what I mean? Yeah. So I think it could be could be weird, weird anyway. But look, I've got to save you from letting us all know that you're actually into vampires, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> do do us a favour, actually, though, before we move on. Yeah. Record yourself. Do a few Instagram stories while you're watching Stranger Things and just give us your commentary on it. Please. <laughs> I beg of you. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. something to do. I just say yeah, something to yeah. do. Grant, that's grand. That's settled. It's a deal. Next week, right, we want to hear from you again and we want to know what's your favourite Irish reality TV show. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out on the social pages. Let us know. And we're going to have, I think that's what everyone was waiting to hear, we're going to have some Just Eat vouchers as well to give away over the next few weeks. Mm. Very interesting. There's not so, one for everyone yeah. in the audience. Well, no, it's not, no, it's not <laughs> one for everyone. But it's nice. You can get involved and you might get a nice little voucher for Just Eat. Exactly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Did a birth 15th of the 6th, 85. Like a Gemini. We asked you yesterday your date of birth. I give you the wrong date of birth. Are you sure? Hi. Definitely. What is I it? I got fifteenth of like eighty-seven or something. I saw. No, you said eighty-five. Mama, did you give me my passport? Nadine phones home looking for her mislaid passport. Because Amanda, yesterday I was getting an interview done and I give the wrong date of birth. I, I give a date of some. I give a wrong date of birth anyway. So I'm just looking for my passport. While the cameras were not rolling, Nadine finally broke down and confessed to Linda that her real date of birth is the 15th of June, 1985, making her 16. Now, Jen, for the most part, our idea was to keep the podcast light and breezy, have a bit of a laugh about telly. Mm-hmm. But Netflix <laughs> had other ideas. Didn't they? They did. Because a few days before we were launching the podcast, they released Night Stalker, their new true crime uh, series about a serial killer. Mm. 
So Emma and I are going to be talking about Night Stalker, the hunt for a serial killer, which looks at one of America's most notorious crime sprees based in Los Angeles in 1984. It's hardcore, isn't it? First of all, did you enjoy it? I did. I see. I'm one of these weirdos who isn't into crime documentaries because apparently that's what everybody's into these days. And I wouldn't be one for like I'd be. I'd prefer a Downton Abbey now rather than a, you know, like a a crime documentaries. But I know that's what people love. Like, they can't get enough of the stuff. So I was like, I wonder now, like, obviously me not being a fan of it. I was like, I wonder now how I got on. I did like, I see, I feel weird saying that I liked it. Do you know, because he was sick. It's it's once he, see, this is the hard thing about true crime. People kind of, there's a cycle that fans of true crime have to go through. They have to come to the point where they admit, I find this enjoyable and this is how I relax. That's the next level when you're watching true crime to relax and unwind. Yeah, you see. So it's kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one to get your head around. It is because you're, you're kind of going, Jesus, imagine if one of those victims was one of my relatives. How would I feel about people yeah. loving this documentary? I think the great thing, when, when you mentioned that now, one of the good things about Night Stalker is that all the people that they interview in it are related to the case, are family members mm. or, or are victims themselves. So all the people that are talking and giving their opinion and giving their story, they've full license to do it. Mm. And then, the you know, like the two main detectives yeah. in it that are, were on the case. So their names are Gil Cagliaro and Frank Salerno. Salerno. Yeah. Salerno. I have, sorry, I'm just, I'm obviously fluent. I yeah. think you can tell by that accent there. Yeah. But they... They come across they come across quite well, I think, don't they? They do. They um I loved Gil. Like I uh, Gil. I feel like uh your man Teddy Teddy Bear. Th- he is like a teddy bear, yeah. But I felt like your man yeah. Frank, he could have been a breaking bad character. He was so <sighs> completely, wasn't he like who's the baldy lad in Breaking Bad? Yeah, he was What's his name? He was like that the cop that's, who, it, that's yeah. all I could see. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was like that. But Gil was like a big teddy bear. And then it's when you see them, like obviously, because so this is it's four episodes in length, right? Just a few facts about the yeah. the show in the first instance. It's a perfect amount of time for a show like this, if because they're not even an hour long. The episodes they're like forty eight minutes, so you could bang it out in a, in a yeah. night, like I. I think yeah, definitely. I watched it all in one go, and I think the length is good. And in fairness to them. They could have gotten more episodes out of it if they wanted to. I think they but would I have dragged it a it bit It was more. nice. Do you think? But I just think there was so much there. Like, if it had been six, I think they would have got away with it. But I think the four was the perfect amount. It was. It really was. And they were jam-packed as well. They weren't dragging the arse out of it. Like, geez, it was victim after victim after victim. And then at the end, I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the end, you actually realise there was so much more that wasn't documented. I know. The only bits that... Like I, I loved it and I would totally recommend it to somebody. The, the only bits that I did slightly check out of a bit were we were getting a lot of Gil's backstory. That's and I love Gil. Yeah. But I did find Gil chicken. You don't mind. I'm just going to check my phone yeah. while you're banging on about this yeah. just for the couple of minutes. Uh, because exactly. So the, like the I, show... I think it's important to give the light and shade and give the, like the people's stories. But mm. 
Do you know, I thought we were going to meet his dog at well, one stage. I was just like, Gil, can we just yeah. crack on, love? So, you know. just for a bit of context, the two protagonists in the, the series, it's from the cop's perspective. So it's yes, from Fra- exactly. Frank and Gil um, and they're telling the story. So it's based in 1984. That's when it was like, it was like from March to August. Was it just one spree out of nowhere? But all we're seeing is kind of from June. Yeah. Like say other things at the moment that might be similar to it. I don't know if you saw it, like The Ripper. Did you see that show? I haven't show? seen it, no. Well, that's good. And But now I spent the first 10 minutes of it thinking the show was actually about Jack the Ripper. And I was sitting there going, was this not meant to be years ago? What's going on? Uh-huh. I hadn't embraced what was going on. But in that, sh- in that show, but in that case, there was there was bigger gaps. Yeah. But with the Night Stalker, there wasn't really any gaps. Like I don't, I, I don't like. I don't even mean this in a funny way. I don't know how he had time to do anything else. And I think the thing that was so scary for people was, it wasn't like dark alleyways or you know, jumping on people in car parks. It was people's their homes, their actual homes. He was coming into them and. As well, you didn't know who he was going to target next because he was he was going after 80 year olds and he was going after nine year olds. He was straight up killing some people and just sexually assaulting others and letting them go. There was no rhyme or reason to his crimes. Like it was just it was such a mixed bag of carnage. Yeah, and he wasn't even um, that like very early on in the case they had the. The sketch drawing, what you call it? Yeah, which looked nothing like, like I, him. I'm sorry. Well, see, this is it. I don't know how useful these are in these things, unless they're kind of unless they look like a guess who character. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? exactly. And they've got some real big feature. Oh, your man with the logs that are like half a meter. Oh yeah, well that, that I saw him. I saw you know like it's. I don't know how people do it. Your man looked like a Ken doll. I did. We're, we're looking for a Mexican here. Like, for some reason, the forest, like, mock-up looked like a Ken doll. Yeah, it was very kind of Ken dolly. I'd, and these, are these I artists a bit shit? They're, are they a bit shit? <laughs> well, you see, that's it. Are they a bit shit, Jen? Because no one knows what they're drawing. So there's no way of judging <laughs> if it's good or bad. Because <laughs> you know the way with still, if you're doing still life, I can see the apple. I'll tell you if it's good. Yeah, yeah. But no one knows who this person is. So you just look at it and go, if they've got like, you know, two eyes, a nose and a mouth, you're like, yeah, spot on to me. But you see, and Because we don't know what he looks like. And obviously we know nothing about this, but it's like, so they'll always describe very descriptive features, like the eyes, the nose, the lips or whatever. But it's it's, it's almost like they'll draw the eyes and then the nose separately, and then the lips separately, and then just a circle around the whole lot. And then whatever oh, colour yeah, hair. It's real Mr. Yeah, it's real Mr. Potato <laughs> vibes, because I suppose that's the way they have to describe the face yeah. to the person. It uh, just goes you know, they to, have to show, try. though, the technology years ago. Shocking. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't get the impression that he was particularly careful. No. And Jim... Remember all the stuff about the footprint? Oh, the footprints. I was like, all the stuff about the footprint. I was like, is this going to turn out to be Bigfoot? Is this what they're like hinting at? Like there's some big thing with the footprint. I was just like, what? what is this killer? And then it just, we stopped talking about it all of a sudden. The footprint was at every crime scene. And then, so was it the reporter had let, 
oh no, sorry, the reporter had threatened to say, we know about the footprint, we're going to release this unless you give us an interview. But then... Yeah. Yeah, no, it... It was the mayor. That, yeah. The mayor kind of (sighs) told the public a lot more information than they should have. that's what it was, yeah. So, Gail was like, thanks a lot, love. Mm. So, they kind of had to look at it in a different way, but it didn't seem to really be as significant as they thought it was anyway. They just I think, stopped talking about it. I don't think it. it was that they were going to nail him on the shoe. I think it was just that that's how they were linking all of these crimes. Because yeah. it was the bullets as well, wasn't it? Like at, in the beginning, it was a certain bullet the and bullets. then it changed to this like red, like primered bullet. Yeah, I do. When it gets into that kind of stuff now, I do. When they start like giving the names of guns and you stuff. Start snoozing. Like I know, I know they're telling me because they had it in their detective notebook, but I don't, I don't need that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I um, that's not for me. I don't care. I'm just, that's not, I'm, no, I'm just, that's not for me. Doing a GC, I'm on, on the just eat app when that's happening. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I have to eat. <laughs> doing a GC, but, um, and I'm just here to enjoy myself. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> and career, career, career. What about all the groupy ones? What did you make of that? I am not one bit surprised because I have heard of women in real life being pen pals with prisoners. I know. I I wasn't surprised. But the the thing that did surprise me that they seemed to just appear out of nowhere so quickly. So he was basically, he was only just in custody and already like there was women out on the street flashing them. Yeah, sending and then sending nudes. No, they didn't. Yeah, the, style. because that's the thing. Pure eighty style. And they no, they didn't overdo it on that. Like they just kind of, you know, gave us a little insight into all the pictures he was getting. And they, they showed us some of them. Now some of them, there was one woman in particular and she was just standing at the kitchen counter and it was just the whack off for like, you know, when you've done the big shop and you put it all away. <laughs> And you're like, that's grand now. Is this the one with, that's with the picture of the flower behind her? Yeah, just real cash. <laughs> just like, that's grand now. And then there's a few others where you defo know, like before they leave their house, they're like, right, keys, phone, nipple clamps, grand. I'm good to go. Yeah. That's grand. Like, you know, there's a few where you're like, this isn't her first time at the rodeo. I'd say she got multiple copies and, you know, mm. kind of threw a good few of them into the prison. But just ins- and all of them in the courtroom as well, just insane, oh, it's crazy. Uh, but now, listen, absolute neck of them to be walking around in aviator sunglasses going into a courtroom, and this the cut of them, the cut of them, like not. I mean, you know, it's not the important thing. Like he's obviously just you know evil in human wa- walking form, like mm. horrific stuff. But as you say, he comes in with the shades on. The head is like a rogue. Yeah. Like an absolute rogue. And he's he's happy with himself. Like he 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 kind of thinks he's a star, doesn't he? He does. And that's why he, it, it seemed to me like he was just chasing this fame. Sure, didn't he lose his shit when he was put into the same cell as the Hillside Strangler? Yeah, because he'd kind of had studied that and a bit. That was kind of well. like his idol. Mm, yeah. So he was, ah. well, like there was none of that kind of persona. Like you weren't getting... Well, maybe you were like with the messages that he was sending. Like he, he clearly didn't give two shits about the fact that he kept wearing the same shoes all the time. He was using the same gun. He was being fairly obvious. So maybe he was trying to rub it in people's faces. But I just thought, 
oh geez you're very confident there aren't you <laughs> like you know when he went, went into custody and he started all this malark walking in strutting in with glasses and stuff I was just like oh you're fairly confident there right aren't you yeah I would like did not want to hide his face at all no. I think was quite happy to be in the position that he was in mm. so delighted with himself now with a load of murder so would you recommend delighted with himself with a load of murder <laughs> would you recommend it to the listener I would yeah no I did enjoy it as somebody who who doesn't cream themselves every time they see a, a new crime series coming out I did enjoy it I did find it interesting yeah no me too I would recommend so that is it for episode one of Telewox. A huge thank you to Joanne McNally who joined us earlier on in the programme and also to Just Eat for sponsoring the show. Do yourself a favour and download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants and get it delivered straight to your door. What are you eyeing up tonight, food-wise? <sighs> Chinese. Yeah? What are you going to watch, though? You need to concentrate. What am I going to... Do you know, after you say that I might watch... The US office. There, yes. I, I'm i in the mood for just a total relax. Yeah. Getting stuck into a spice bag. I mean, get like getting into the spice bag. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my yeah. plan. Oh, lovely. Sounds like it actually sounds like a plan. So make sure to join us next time here on Telebox. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.